0: Jack what's up What's going on James um, We
1: are back For yes. the Vorloff hour For the Vorloff hour It's me and you We here. are here Friday The day before Thyocraft Beer Fest It is June 2nd We are 40 minutes away From the Iowa State Iowa Brewers Guild meeting yes and where are we right now and we' we're, we're at Court Avenue home, your restaurant old, your, and your old home. company yeah it's my your old, old stomping grounds, stomping grounds. Uh, they are hosting this year and we thought it'd be fun to come down here a little bit early of course you know there are buds but uh, while they're setting up we got some great audio texture going on we are gonna talk about our top five most anticipated beers yeah and, you know just we scroll through the flight bright. we're seeing what everyone's bringing. And uh, just some beers that caught our eyes, and we're just going to talk about them a little bit of pre right now. Mm-hmm. And then in a few days after the fest, we're going to come back together, see not only this, but also our what we tried and everything about the fest and give our thoughts on it. So I think that's a good way to describe this episode. Is that right, Jack? Absolutely. Am I good on that?
0: A lot of ice being poured. I mean, that's a festival one. It wouldn't be a festival one without ice being poured, just like exactly. the Burr Fest episode. But uh, if for the listeners who haven't potentially <laughs> are
1: going to the festival or have never been to the fest, what is this Flight Bright app? Flight Bright is geared towards festivals. Yep. And it's, I know it's connected to Untapped, but it's kind of just a curated list that you can use to see what people have brought and to rate it. And they also use that for. Um event specific reward or awards
0: yeah, and it's like it's fun because you can create your own wish list, so breweries will oftentimes submit their beers before the festival, yeah. so as a patron wanting to go to the festival, you can go in and put your beers that you want on a wish list, so that way you're not just trying to hunt things down randomly it makes uh, it for a there. very
1: efficient festival
0: yes, and uh, they do have cool stats on there. you can win best of the fest, which I've won once, but never will again, probably
1: yeah. Now we're going to talk about our five.
0: Yeah, let's, let's get on into it. Let's do it. These are in no particular order. No, yeah, we just have five different ones. So my first one that I've got on my Flight Bright wish list right now is Hellas Sexy from a hot air brewing company. Okay,
1: we can clear this up because I also have that. Do you really? <laughs> yeah, That's it's hilarious. on my top five, yeah.
0: Amazing. It says, uh, brewed with their burlesque buddies Morticia Midwest and Johnny Bravado. This beer is light, warm, weather, drinker ready for action. Yeah. One taste of this balanced seasonal offering will reveal why it's Southern German. It's Southern Germany's most popular style. So I assume it's just yeah. a Hellas, but it's going to be ninety degrees tomorrow, and I yeah. think this is going to be one where I'm like I've had a few. I'm like I yeah. need that refresher
1: exactly. And um, Jay's pretty talented when it comes to that stuff. So I always like his interpretations of loggers. So I'm pretty excited for this one. And we know the burlesque dancers. We do. So that makes it even cooler. That these two little spheres came together and made a beer that we get to enjoy.
0: I'm going to tell you right now, it's probably going to be any crispy boy tomorrow.
1: It's going to be 10 out of 10.
0: Yeah, because once again, the heat, it's going to be great fest weather. I wish it was overcast for my pale
1: skin, but you know, got to have a
0: crispy boy. What's your first one for your wish list?
1: So I got Ruble Strawberry Sour from Alluvial. Oh, okay. Made with fresh rhubarb and strawberries. Short and simple, right to the point. And their Sour Game is great. And if people don't know, they're also on, like, a CSA. So, like, a community farm, essentially. Oh, I didn't something, know that. Something along those lines. So,
0: So the super fresh fruit?
1: Super fresh ingredients. So, we know it's going to be tasty. And also, like you're saying with Crispy Boys, too, delicate sours. Fruited sours, that's what I want tomorrow, too.
0: Yeah, anything that's refreshing. Anything that feels refreshing. Uh, but I'm going complete... Uh, uh, off the rails for my next one. Uh, this is from Wise Eye Brewing Company. Oh, This is Judge Bradley's Verdict. Innocent. And it's a Russian Imperial stout that aged in buffalo trace barrels for 12 months.
1: Oh, man. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm
0: only going to have a few of these during the actual fest itself. So you got to
1: be very discerning.
0: Yeah, it might be like one of those the hour before the thing starts sort of situation.
1: Oh, yeah. That's a good one. I love what Wise Eye's doing up in Lamar's, and I just wish it was closer. Oh, yeah. So that um, I could drink more of it. But I actually saw Ben before we started this.
0: Oh, is he in town yeah. already?
1: Yeah. Oh. He's been in town for a while. He was doing uh, drop offs, he said. Oh,
0: so. I guess that makes sense. Why not take advantage of the time that you have in
1: town before exactly. the festival starts? So, going riffing off of that, you said a big old stout. Big old stout. So, the second one is from Cordav. It's Chocolatariat.
0: Oh, is that the one they made a Facebook post about the other day with the Oreos?
1: Yeah, and I love this. A stout dose with an irresponsible amount of chocolate cake, malted milk powder, and Oreos. And they put in legit cakes, bunch of Oreos, and malted milk powder. I'm like, this is this is the craziness I love.
0: I know that this is gonna come out after the fest and y'all are gonna be jealous of these, so sorry. Sorry you're missing out. But you should go back on their Facebook page and check that yeah. video out. I hope you I hope you are there to enjoy it. And maybe it's one of the treats that you have, listener,
1: exactly. at the fest. Exactly.
0: All right. I'm going to go. Number three. Number three for me. I'm going to end on a weird one, but I'm going to do um, this one now the Ice Lion West Coast Double IPA from Lion Bridge. Double West Coast IPA with Talus, Mochueca, Nelson Sauvin, and Mosaic. Oh. I had to put an IPA on the list. You got, you have to. And I'm there's gonna be so many hazies out there. Like, I guarantee there's more hazies than any other type of IPA out there. So, 100%. So, I'm thinking that, you know, gotta put a nice big Westie up on the list. And
1: I love Lionbridge, so shout out. How can you not? Honestly, Lionbridge are doing incredible things. So, my next one. His next one, yeah, is uh, from Stompbox. Okay, it's also a hazy. So I guess we're we're maybe we had the where's, same thought where's process. Where's Stompbox from? They're out of the Quad Cities. I Okay, believe. I could be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure it's Quad Cities, Quad City adjacent. Are they newer? Yeah, within the last few years. Love that. But I've had a few of their hazies and they're awesome. So I always look forward to their new ones. That come into town, uh, delivering the goods with Rewaka and Galaxy. Ooh, banging! Love Galaxy. You know that's a very huge like Southern Hemisphere feel. Both those hops bring a lot of those more tropical fruits, a lot of citrus too, and in very interesting patterns as well. Because Rewaka is definitely a hop that has its own personality. So that playing with an all-star like Galaxy is going to be delicious I'm,
0: I'm gonna guess there can be a lot of stone fruit maybe a touch of that super tropical dank because that for ruwaka sure. in there and that a plus. bit of
1: like just a touch of earthiness from the ruwaka I sure think, too yeah. so it'll be it'll be nice and and totally you know well-rounded multifaceted that's multifaceted great yeah. word yeah i what's think your, what's your next one jack well
0: i was just gonna say um, about Stompbox before we continue going forward is that? It, what's the, one of the cool things about the beer fest is that we get to see everybody come in from around the state. The new breweries and the old breweries getting together and meeting new people. Yeah. Uh, meet people, drink beer, have fun. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go to my next one. I'll go to my next one. You want? You want this next one? This next one is from um, Mardo.
1: All right. Brewing company.
0: They'll be in town tomorrow. Rice Crispy Boys. Okay. So another Crispy Boy, it says it's a strong lager, and this is a collaboration they did with Jackson Street Brewing to make it, and it Oh, nice. a unique spin on a traditional American lager. They added a... No, no. no it won't load the read more on it, but I'm guessing it's just a heavily riced American lager. Yeah. So expecting some of the toastiness from the rice and a little bit more sweetness, residual sweetness potentially. But it's another crispy boy, I gotta have it on the list.
1: Oh, yeah, that sounds phenomenal.
0: And they're another one from really far away that I don't get to see very often. So it's, and you don't see their stuff on our shelves very often. So that's one of the things I also look for. If they're gonna be in town, you gotta find those breweries that yeah. you don't often get their stuff from. Or if you do see their stuff on the store shelves, this is the stuff that, you know, is their seasonal stuff you won't be getting here. Sure.
1: So my next one, this is a theme. But it's the Strawberry Rhubarb Fruited Sour from Torrent. So, love Strawberry Rhubarb as a flavor. But also, Torrent was, like, one of the first craft breweries I ever went to. Because they're in Ames. I went to school. Doubling
0: up on Ames. Doubling up on fruited things from Ames.
1: Well, I went up to Iowa State. That's where I went to college. So, have a lot of love up there. And I love to check in on these. Obviously, we're, we're close friends with... Uh, Neil from Alluvia. Yeah. So we get to try the beer quite a bit. But Torrent, I don't see as much. And so when I see that stuff come in, I love to try it. And some of that is only at some of these festivals. Not names a bunch, but... So pretty pretty excited to ta- taste that.
0: I mean, yeah. And uh, that's kind of on theme for my last one here. So we've done a lot of breweries so far, but what we haven't done is another huge facet, a growing facet of the Brewer's Guild, are cideries that are on the list. So this is... Everyone knows Jeffco, Jefferson yes. County Ciders. Uh, yeah. But you gotta put them out on that list for this specific one because it sounds super good. Lemon lavender cider. Okay. It's uh, like, have you ever had a lavender lemonade before? Yes, it's, it's delicious. wonderful. And I think that like, lavender's, I feel like lavender was a thing people didn't like to drink for the longest time, but it's kind of coming back in fashion yeah. because of just how it can be overwhelming. But if done right, it's like this perfect floral thing, especially 100%. with lemon. So I'm, yeah. I'm, Mostly refreshing beers on my list, and a couple of big boys. Dude,
1: and Jeffco makes awesome cider. Jack, we're on the same wavelength here because my fifth one is also a cider. Oh yeah, from where? It's a first crush oh, from Fishback and Stevenson. Watermelon cider. Yeah, I. It is so good. It tastes like a Jolly Rancher. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> I I I love it, and it, especially on these hot days too. It is so much more refreshing than even like the lightest beer. And then I'm. That's nothing against beer, obviously. But like sometimes you need to like change it up. You still want a bubbly beverage, but it doesn't need to be barley based. It needs to be juice based. Juice based. And that's what's so good about that. Um, especially the watermelon is super refreshing. Reminds me of a candy I like, you know. Watermelon Jolly Rancher. So sponsor
0: us Jolly, yeah, Jolly Rancher. Jolly Rancher. We're open. <laughs> DMs are open. DMs are open on Instagram. But those are those are the five. Yeah, that's what we have wishlisted and in I'm interested to see what people say afterwards and interested yeah. to see what we think afterwards, too. Yeah. Are th- is there anything that you're looking forward to tomorrow and tonight, potentially about the festival?
1: Always looking forward to seeing people I haven't seen in a while. I love that. Um, trying people, like, so there's a tippling beforehand tonight. Tippling means just pretty much a bottle share. So people bring, like, some beers from their brewery. So it, this is another, in a more intimate situation, where we get to try people's, t- and actually get to discuss it with them instead of, like, being in line and having, like... 15 seconds to talk to somebody about their right. beer you can talk to them about it for a little longer than that so that's cool meeting new people i just love festival season the, the, yeah. love going to festivals yep. it's always a great time that's pretty much what i'm looking forward to it's just a great weekend
0: i've probably said it a billion times so even at this tipplings, though people will bring stuff that they don't normally bring to things or stuff they're not even bringing to oh, the festival. right yeah like two of the beers we're bringing tomorrow like you can't get on tap at Flix. Brought two of them here for the tibbling, too. Yeah. So one of them's just a mango habanero beer we experimented with.
1: Yeah. Okay, um, is that similar to um, uh, Mango Reloaded from It's very year? similar to Mango Reloaded. I love that beer. A little
0: bit, little bit more heat than that, though. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and so we're calling that one Spice Rat. Oh, the oh. <laughs> spicy boy ale. Yeah,
1: Okay, I love
0: that. And then uh, the other one we have is a faux. It's a red wine barrel aged uh, tripel that we've just been sending to competitions that you.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, so
0: this is like one of the only places you're gonna be able to get it. So. All right. Look so at I, that. I just want to share it with my friends. Heck yeah. Well. We'll check in with you guys after the fest yeah. is over. This but,
1: will be like multiple days for Jack and I, but this will be moments for you.
0: Yeah, I can't wait to see us in the future. Yeah. Tell future us to make good choices. Yeah. And if we didn't make good choices, y'all are about to find out. I'm glad that we're not doing this, like, immediately following the fast. It would be a little bit sloppy, probably.
1: Yeah, that could make for a fun radio for, like, ten minutes. Yeah, I, I think the closer would be very annoyed. They would hate it. Like a two-hour moral off. But that's life, baby. Well, sir, should we get ready for this guild meeting? Let's do it. All right. Cheers. Cheers. everybody welcome back welcome back yeah welcome in welcome in time warp yeah you're back
0: do a noise (laughs) he doesn't know which button it is i don't know which button that's okay (laughs) neither does nathan half the time (laughs) and that's his fault not ours
1: so the festival's over it ended a few days ago it's wednesday
0: it is wednesday the week after the iowa craft brew festival yes
1: yeah it's about 553 on Wednesday, we're pre gaming some Dungeons 7th. and Dragons. Yeah, Modellos, Modellos, and Loam, Loam from Side Project. Yeah, it's good. I don't know what it is. The saison.
0: Well, we, we could ask one of our beautiful friends who just happened to be here because yeah. we just happened <laughs> to be in a basement about to play Dungeons and Dragons.
1: Yeah, guys, what's up? We have Neil Blair from Alluvial. Right. Hi, Neil.
2: How's
1: it going? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know. Mason. What up? Cabco. It's a collab. It's a collab podcast. Oh, <laughs> uh, We're just counting down the days till the hours, the minutes, the seconds till we get to play Dungeons and Dragons. We'll oh, tell yeah. you all about it some other time. That's so, true. Right now, we're going to talk about the festival that happened already. My sunburns are
3: starting to heal. Mine are starting to peel. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah, And gross. I was a
0: good little boy and didn't get sunburnt at all. Wow.
3: Do you want a cookie, Jack?
0: I mean, I would love one, but you've already provided charcuterie, that so is, I think that, that I don't true. need the
1: cookie.
3: I provided meat cookies. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You can look at
1: them like that. Or savory biscuits. Ritz. I don't Ritz. know. Um, you know, when we talked earlier, we had five beers we were going to try. We were going to go try. We we're going to do our best and uh did you get all of yours jack i did actually get through all of mine
0: and i was lucky enough to get most of those in before the festival started uh not so much uh when the festival was going i did have to pop over to places uh in the middle of things though which was a bit hairy but i
1: did i did get it done nice i got most of mine yeah um so the other two I'll lie about, but you won't know because I'm not gonna tell you which ones I'm lying well, about. Well let's just so we had our we had our <laughs>
0: wish list of things that we yeah. wanted to try, but why don't we ask our guests what their favorite beers that yeah, they potentially tried that. were at the fest?
1: Guys, what were the your favorite beers of the ones you potentially tried at the fest?
2: Uh, I didn't get around too much, but I think my personal favorite was Ambrosia from Barntown.
0: Okay, what was that?
2: Uh, it's uh, based off of the Ambrosia salad, which I totally know all the ingredients to.
0: Yeah, like uh, Cool Whip, fruit. Uh, yeah, I know there's Jell-O. like
2: I think coconut and some like strawberry, raspberry, something like that. But I don't know the beer slaps. I was a big fan of that. I had it <laughs> last year when we had a collab when they uh, that they hosted last year when they came out with it. So that's basically what I was drinking all day last year. And so. I was happy to see it at the festival. It's good memories. Um, so, yeah, that was probably my number one for the day.
3: Mason, how about yourself? Yeah, uh, so present company here actually had all my favorite beers. Uh, i love to t- see so, it. So, you know, I'm just going to suck up to these guys. Uh, so Jack and uh, Lucas from Flix had the, I forget what it was called, the spicy mango. Oh, yeah, we called it the spice rat. This, the spice rat. Yeah. So I'm not generally a spicy beer guy, but this one was like a somehow weirdly perfect balance of the fruit, the sweet, the spice. It was great. Um, Alluvial had a strawberry rhubarb sour that was excellent. Um, and then Lua had Monolith, which I'm sure everybody who went to the festival will rave about. Um, excluding present company, I will say that my favorite beer that I had, I don't know if it was available for everybody. But uh, Shane from Dimensional gave me a little taste of uh, their barley wine. And uh, let me tell you, it was delicious. I had that as well. It was banking.
0: Funnily enough, uh, isn't the strawberry rhubarb beer, wasn't that one of the ones on your list from Alluvial?
1: Yeah, it was. I think Neil brought
0: some. Hell yeah. You'll love to hear it. Yeah, I had a couple low
2: fills.
1: Hell yeah. Definitely be cracking into one of those. Well, my favorite of my list yeah. was, uh,
0: was actually not the cider. I thought maybe it was going to be the lavender cider, but it was not the lavender cider. Uh, it, it, I mean, it was good. It was a lot of lavender. We talked a little bit about it. The balance needs to be there. Sure. And if, if you love cider, you love slightly. Jeff Jeffco does great ciders. It's just a little too, too much lavender for me, but I'm sure the Gen Z loved it. I know they love their lavender, those youths. They do. Loving their lavender. But mine was actually going to be Rice Krispie Boys. Oh. Uh, from Mardo. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Is that yeah. the Imperial? It, yeah, it's an Imperial Lager. Yeah. It was yeah, it was good. It was their collaboration with I think it was Jackson Street and uh so anything in it yeah, it might have been stronger in alcohol so not year of the mild worthy, but it was definitely much needed in a very 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 hot day. It was brutal. Yeah. I mean, do we want it to do, do you want to say a highlight of, on your list outside of the alluvial one or? Yeah.
1: I thought at the big old study boy that the cabco fam brought was big tasty had big malt vibes loved it big chocolatey you can look at their tiktok and see what they put in it um that was good i didn't get around as much as i wanted to i mean
0: you guys were slammed i i feel like a thing we could all talk about the festival is like just how busy it felt. I believe the Guild... Highest
1: amount of tickets sold, I think, to the event.
0: Yeah, close to 3,400, I believe, is what Noreen said. 34 is what I heard. 900 yeah. VIP
2: and then 25 or 2,500 general.
1: Yeah, it was wild. I'm
0: so used yeah. to having like... It, so, I mean, obviously, Flicks House isn't Lua, and we're not like the most hype brewery, but I'm so used to there being waves of people coming and going. Yeah, where yeah. Where it's like there's a line, and then there's no line, and then there's a, a little bit of a line, and then there's no line. But it felt pretty constant this year. It yeah. was just like the VIP hour felt like slightly more busy VIP hour. But when the masses came in, I just thought that, like, it was just go until the end. And I'm very thankful I had enough people to allow us to escape every now and then.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Same here. And, yeah, it was, uh, it was great that it was that busy and that packed. Uh, but, yeah, it definitely didn't feel like we had those waves that you're talking about that we've had before.
2: Yeah, we were slammed basically all day until both of the sours we brought kicked back to back and then the line completely disappeared. So,
1: what else did you guys bring?
2: Uh, A hazy double and a wine barrel Saison, which, like, I love that you can tell, like, which quote unquote generation of craft beer drinker everyone is because all of the, like, new people or people that don't drink a heck of a lot of beer would come up and, you know, get the. Peach cobbler or the strawberry rhubarb, yeah. Which, yeah. And this is no judgment. Obviously, I love all of the beers that I make, but yeah. But then there's the people that have been into beer for like three years or whatnot. They want the hazy double, and then all the people that started drinking craft in like the '90s, they all want the wine barrel, <laughs> like funky saison. So it's just interesting. You, you, I can like just look at somebody as they're approaching and have like an eighty percent chance to guess what it is they're gonna ask.
0: I actually had some people come up and this is so the flight bright, there's a QR code you can scan and you can see the list of stuff. But, uh, I actually have like, and I don't know why you would do this. It was an older gentleman and he had pulled up the list on the flight bright thing, but then screenshotted it or snipped it out and then printed off the sheet of paper, like from earlier in the week. And we had changed a couple beers like earlier in the week before the festival, and he came up and asked for a beer that we didn't have, and I had to explain why we didn't have it and how it was this one but slightly different. And I was just like, well, "You printed this off, but you had the ability to get on this app, and so then you decided to print it off." So he map quested. Yeah, he mapped the, the Iowa Craft
1: Brew Festival. That's amazing. He, props. I mean,
0: props, but it was very, it was very strange to see him come up because instead of bringing our passion fruit pineapple sour, we brought strawberry allen our strawberry margarita version of that same beer yeah because and he was
1: disappointed that was a good
0: beer he was he was very disappointed though (laughs) thank you yeah it's uh we brought we don't normally run out of beer until like the end of things and we ran out of beer like 20 35 minutes before the end which was unusual for us but that that's uh strawberry margarita sour ran out quick compared to the other
2: ones you brought a quarter
0: barrel of that yeah we brought a quarter barrel of and we still ran out but I'm like, maybe next time we bring another keg of something else. But once again, not used to that. So it wasn't prepared. Like, I thought we were going to have a
3: ton left over. Well, maybe you should talk about your real estate at the festival. Because you you were in a primo location, Jack. Yeah. Oh, corner booth in the middle. It was
0: fantastic. Yeah. So you had to go past us to go to other little... Co- so it's set, it set up like a big X, right? Where there's yeah. four branches of the X with two sides each. And we were on the closer side towards the entrance. So if you went through the first set of stuff and then wrapped around, you'd have to go past us to get to the further ones. So it's just like, well, I'm here already. I might as well. So yeah, very fortunate. I've never had that great of a... Sp- well, I mean, we've had... I actually... Pr- I think I like the corner spot better, but we've been close to the gate before, which is fine. But then a lot of people are really interesting because they'll just walk right past you because they're going to the whichever hype brewery that they read on the list. Like, but well, we're right here. I think the mentality
3: there is, "I'll get them on the way out," type of thing. So, and then they don't come back though, yeah. or they do, when the beer they wanted is out, and then they're mad about it.
2: We definitely had a few of those customers where, like, uh, you know, word of mouth spreads, like, "Oh, hey, somebody told me to come try this beer of yours," and it was and it's done. like, "Yeah, it kicked like forty-five minutes ago," but uh, yeah, we were on like the furthest end from the the entrance, so. It was a little less traffic. We had a line basically the entire time, but it never got deeper than like eight people, mm. which was pretty chill.
0: Nice.
1: How about Lua? How was the Lua line the entire time? Uh, Constant. Yeah. I think we had like one little break, and that was between like VIP and GA. And then we... Like the Push Pop? We brought a Push Pop, Crow Wing, which is American Light Lager, Monolith, which was our new stout that dropped that day. And then... Everything is upside down, a hazy IPA. And the push pop was like, that's what everyone was ordering. And it was gone, I think, like 10 minutes after VIP ended. Really? Yeah, and then like monolith kicked. And then we just had the IPA and the lager and then those. Did you
0: have a VIP specific? Like, Did you all have a VIP? Did you guys bring a VIP specific beer at all? No,
3: we didn't.
2: We did not. I don't know. We we have four other festivals and it hasn't really mattered. We don't make super VIP heavy beers, I guess. I don't know. But one thing that it seems to be a pattern that I'm sussing out is everyone's fruited sours kicked first. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, oh yeah. Yep. Our yeah,
3: our fruited seltzer kicked real real fast.
0: I mean we mentioned it earlier, but it was like ninety two degrees, yeah. not oh, a cloud man. in the sky. Uh kind of humid not
2: yeah.
3: hardly any breeze uh, no yeah, it was
2: a, a lot of our fruited sours mm. are like pretty heavy beers relative yeah. though like i know the one that kicked first they were pretty back-to-back like i said but the one we kicked first was our peach cobbler and that one is like peach heavy to the point where it's like thick not overly sweet because it's all fruit but it was like not exactly refreshing either so yeah <laughs> i assume that that's just kind of what the the, the market for this festival was,
1: yeah. I feel like everyone's fruited whatever it was went first. Like we were bi-dimensional, they were popping that stuff like crazy, um, and just everywhere I went, once I actually got an opportunity to like go out and uh, see what everyone was up to. That's what everyone everyone's fruited stuff was gone, or yeah. like, their crispies were like right behind.
2: Yeah, it. I know Barn Town. I think brought two fruited sours, and a hazy.
1: Oh, man. They were done by, like, two. Yeah, they were, like,
2: packed up by, like, 2.33. Yeah. Like wow. They flew through there. Uh, yeah. I'm glad that I went there during the VIP hour because I, I wanted to try those sours, but, mm-hmm. yeah, they went quick.
0: We weren't done that early. Yeah, <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. We, we were done at, Our like last one picked at about a quarter to four. And
2: it was the Saison. Nobody wants a wine barrel Saison, especially because nobody can pronounce Saison apparently. <laughs> That's one thing I learned at the first. Oh, w- people don't read. Well, one of the No, bar- they just they would read the word and be like Saison. Sais? It's like Saison.
0: One of our VIP beers was a barrel aged red wine barrel aged Trapel. <laughs> uh but I think the only reason people were ordering it was because one, it was a VIP beer, and two, we did post that it was 10% ABV. Oh, yeah. So those people that came in first were like, can I get the 10% beer? Not even call it by its name. Yeah. Can I get the VIP
3: beer that's that's, 10% ABV? That's something that you definitely see at festivals is the people who, like, want to get just drunk as quick as possible. Those people that want their, like, money's worth. Which, like, to me, I'm like, the last thing I want on a 92-degree day with humidity and no breeze is a big, thick boy. Like...
2: Well, that's what we noticed because the hazy we brought was a double IPA, a 9 percenter, and people seemed to actually be kind of turned off by that. We had a few people that were like, what do you have for an IPA? And it's like, it's this one, it's 9%, and they're like, oh, maybe I should try one of the other ones. Sure. So, And I think that was mostly because of the heat. We did not plan that one out.
0: Well, I mean, you're planning a lot of ahead of time. You're yeah, not, yeah. like, changing things on the fly. It's like. Right. F-
2: and that's what we had in Sixtal's. Fresh
0: that week. Yeah. I mean, I'd still rather have that fresh than yeah. something that's old that's been lingering around for too yeah. long. And
2: that's what we would w- we wanted to
0: bring. So Yeah, the last thing that kicked for us was a black IPA. and this, Oh, yeah. Spider, Spider beer, beer 2099. But I'm thinking like, black IPA is already kind of a niche thing. And yep. then trying to explain to people how it's not like a normal black IPA is a bit of a stretch. And then that it's an IPA in general is a turnoff for some people. And then you go, it's dark. <laughs> and then they go, yeah, it's too hot for that. No, Except it wasn't too
1: dark. No, I don't for the think the weather, no.
3: Just people didn't give it a, the chance. Right. What did you guys think of the Brewers Lounge? I didn't get a chance to go out and like hang out in it because, I mean, as we've said, we were pretty busy the entire sure. time. And so when I did get a chance to like leave my booth, I wanted to go and support the other breweries and talk to yeah. the other brewers that I know. Um, from what I saw, it looked like it was pretty, pretty stellar um
2: yeah yeah it wasn't like private it was open to the public but we got like tickets and whatnot to go get food as part i mean and from like a uh somebody pouring from the brewer's perspective behind the the tables it's it's just absolutely awesome to like yeah have somewhere to go especially because it Completely was in the shaded, shaded area, area. Yeah. yeah that was really nice had its own
0: um, music stage
2: Yeah, they had bingo going on. I think that was probably for like uh, people that were designated drivers. I assume most of that was for. Um, But yeah, it's just really nice. Um, I remember last year I got food off of a food truck like 15 minutes before we opened. And I was really happy about it because the lines for the food trucks were so long the entire day. They had like double the number of food trucks this year. So yeah, really appreciate that they're learning and adapting year to year. Yeah, um, But the fact that us brewers don't have to wait in line at all for the food trucks is great.
1: And you got a beer with the ticket too. I had a yeah, paliner
0: was... like. Yeah. Same. Yeah. What's funny is um, after the fest was over and we were packing stuff up, like, cause they were open to the public. I don't know how late they stayed open, but like so many attendees of the festival went over there and they could still purchase beers after the festival was over. Or oh, something, at the maybe? lounge. Yeah. At the lounge. And people were getting Damn. like steins of stuff. Yeah. And like, I'm like, all right, okay. Make a little bit more scratch off the end of this. That makes sense. I assume that that was potentially funded. I mean, not getting going back to the guild, but that's pretty cool. I mean, because like, it's always like, and now leave. Go. Yeah. Get away. And also, that might alleviate some of the... Traffic. Well, the traffic and the people going, what do you still have left? What do you still yeah. have left? Oh, my what God. Because we didn't have near as much of that this year as we have in the past either. Yeah. So, and
3: yeah, I mean, there's definitely a congestion of people leaving. Maybe this helped alleviate it a little bit. Um, I think it's a great idea. So, you know, if you guys just brought more hype
1: beer, you'd run out earlier. I mean, we (laughs) ran out of, we brought seven cans
0: of the two VIP beers and those ran out like 10 minutes into the actual fest, which was just about perfect. Yeah. And then I think it was only an hour into the fest when we ran out of the freaking strawberry margarita. And then we had a hazy IPA and a black IPA. So, hype. Not well. I mean, it's it's flakes. It's not super hype. No offense to myself. Is is this the part
3: of the podcast where we are just self deprecating? Well, I did bring a beer called Imposter Syndrome. Well, yeah. So, yeah. Hey, you know, I hate me.
0: We can't all be we can't all be Lua. That's true. We can't all be Lua. You're so cool.
1: I can barely be Lua most days. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) Lua's just a puppy.
0: So, we talked a lot about stuff that we liked about it. Is there anything that we could see becoming better for next year? Or, like, uh, anything, like, you could see improvements? Or, like, since there were 3,400 and, like,
1: how do yeah. we adjust that? I wouldn't, or... I wouldn't mind a legit, like, private brewer's lounge. Yeah. We've had one yeah. in the past. So, back when it was
0: downtown on, um, in East Village over mm-hmm. by the Iowa Tap Room, there was a private, private brewer's lounge. Really? And it was inside. And yeah. air-conditioned. So that was pretty sick.
1: Yeah, I don't I guess I don't necessarily need it to be like inside or but like a tent. Like a big tent that's just like brewers only or you know, people pouring only. Yeah, brewers. Would be only kind of com. nice just yeah, brewers only dot com. Um only brewers. We can show each other our mash paddles. Um <laughs> Um I don't know. I I think I would like that just to escape a little bit. the the brewers lounge they had there. It was nice to kind of go back there because I ran into Neil there and we just chatted for a bit and it was so nice to be spread out yeah. under the under all those trees. And it was it's a really cool area, but well, like, yeah. I don't you, know. I You just can't like,
2: really predict the weather, but like shade yeah. structures. There was like two big tents set up for like people that got oh, food that's off right. their trucks yeah. to like go sit down at the picnic yeah. tables. Yeah. And by about three o'clock, It was like half the festival was under those two tents. So, and I mean, obviously you can't predict the weather. It it was like 86 and sunny and muggy because it had rained the previous day. I'm pretty sure. Yep. Um, And so, you know, more shade structures would be pretty cash money, but there's no guarantee that it's not going to be 75 and partly cloudy next year too. So I don't know if that's a criticism. That's just kind of a... I don't know if you can make that call the day before when you have a more accurate forecast to get more shade structures up, but that, sure. would, that would have been good for this year.
0: I th- yeah, yeah, I feel bad for the like. They have a band that plays at the amphitheater stage, right? Yep. And that's shaded, but that whole area right in front of it with the high top, like the, yeah. high, the high top bar tables. Yep. It's 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 just tough, especially when it's that sunny out to be like, I'm playing for people. Come dance up here in the middle of the
3: sun. I'm yeah. Like, so. And that's like, what that was that was going to be what I would say it would be something that maybe worth improving is trying to hype up that stage a little more, and then you know talk about how you can go and watch music afterwards because that would my biggest gripe, which again is totally understandable, is how condensed it gets at the end and trying sure. to pack up and leave is yeah. really really difficult. Oh, maybe
1: having like post fest so, like, activities. Yeah,
3: maybe like trying to figure out whether it be a concert or. You know, Mm -hmm. a bigger Brewer's Lounge-type thing at the concert part of it to try to clear out some of that congestion would be killer. Obviously, you can't control people 100%, Yeah, but, yeah.
0: For your Brewer's Lounge uh, thing, what if they're at at that same area it was this year? On the flip side, there was a Brewer's Only tent. So they're sharing the same space in that shady area. Oh, sure. And then maybe the bar goes both ways. That could be killer. So then... If so then it's to, the yeah. one person serving or multiple people serving both sides but sure. only certain people can go to the other side. I mean, it. yeah, I'd be cool with that. You, I could guess even,
3: just, you could even take it a step further and do VIP slash Brewer section and that may bring a uh, high I have to cool. that VIP.
0: Another thing for the VIP For the ticket. VIP people. I'm, uh, oh. a little
3: okay, reaction. then we need a third
1: tent. <laughs> 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 like a closet where I can retreat to and just like... Maybe I'm feeling misanthropic today. You got me there. Where I'm just like... I'm sorry we didn't bring the beer. I'm sorry you didn't get here soon enough, okay? We even ran into that with like when I was at Capco, when we would do, when Dustin would have either like um, blueberry short stack or um, resting brunch face, stuff like that would be on or Hazy's would go like crazy too. and it was like, maybe you should have actually stopped here when you came by it As oh, it opened, yeah. okay? Yeah. And then what you need a thousand people to tell you it's good. Okay, you're just going for the hype stuff? You know what? You make me sick. That's not true. He loves you too. He appreciates that
0: you drink craft beer probably.
1: I do. I'm just being a put on.
0: Are you ready for this trick?
1: I haven't hey, du- drank in four days. I'm sad. Hey Dustin, who's now magically <laughs> here. Are, is there any
0: notes from the beer festival that you like to say, positives or negatives or otherwise?
4: Um, I mean, obviously it was a uh, it was a fun time. It's always fun to see, you know, our peers and whatnot um you know so i i mean not too much negative to say i would say i mean maybe more ice in the beginning you know something like that
1: it did take a while to get ice oh you know what sorry to come back a little bit the party at CabCow was great the pre-party
4: yeah it was uh you wanted know, more wings it was uh, a, quite the tight fit, but I didn't get any wings. We did get everyone in. <laughs> yeah, it was. We fun. had to sit crisscross applesauce on the ground. Um, and, and Jack won. And Jack won. Congratulations, that's Jack. right, everybody.
0: I'm taking over. You heard it here first, Noreen. I, I'm not coming for your job, um, Scott. 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 I'm coming for you.
1: Right. Jack's on the board now. Of the Ivory Brewers Guild. Very exciting.
3: Congratulations, Jack.
1: That was very scattershot. shot. me! I just want to get those things out real quick.
0: Um, Unless we really want to get down in the nitty-gritty, I think I think the four of us are ready to roll some die and get some going. I hope everyone out there appreciates yeah. a slightly shorter, more confined, constricted, where well, you're used to two-hour epics.
1: Yeah, okay, so we, we we borrowed time from this episode. We put it on the last one, and so we're shortening this one up. This will probably only take Ooh, a drive. Bro,
3: time's a good man mine's less I'm, I'm sure lessons it learn
1: just miss d- take all the vowels out perfect borrow time um perfect. yeah thanks for listening really appreciate it our brewers guild makes this possible go follow them go follow us Where can at they the vorlof us? hour yeah, yeah. on Wait, facebook on I instagram to stop you the
0: listeners i met many of them Oh yeah, and they were amazing. I I had talked to so many people that appreciated the podcast. Talked about how heated everybody got about certain uh, Mount Rushmore, specifically. Oh, that's the, amazing. Mount Rushmore of uh, potlucks uh, and what they would want on the potluck. <laughs> so that was cool to see.
1: Okay, we know
3: you guys are listening. You need to comment on more of our stuff. They're, they're also, also, I need somebody to comment to tell Jack he's wrong about there being national parks. In They'll Iowa. get back to me. There's not national parks in Iowa. The,
1: you tell that to their own website. There's parks in Iowa.
3: There's Iowa's part parks of
0: the nation. Iowa.
3: They're national parks. You tell that they're, to the National Park Service, Mason. There is Mason. a national monument and a national historic site. What's the monument? The, the monument is FG Mounds. Yep. The historic site is Herbert Hoover's Hoover. place. Yep. They place. They What's the park? They are, are there parks there around no parks? Parks.
0: there? They're park? I'll show they're, them the PDF after this, but you in the comments, defend me. Reach out to the National Park Service, please. There,
2: there are no national parks in Iowa. But all of the national monuments yes. and national historic sites have fall parks? under the federal parks department. Well, and that's why they're on they the They have parks separate department categories.
0: Website. I'm showing them this PDF after this is over. You comment, leavers. Actually, we need more of you to go from regulation listeners, I'm stealing this from a different podcast, and to comment leavers.
3: Jack, it's okay yes. to be wrong.
0: I'm, I know I can be wrong, but I am not. I, I just need them to get back to me. National Park <laughs> Services, where are you at? I need help. Yeah. I need help. Guys,
2: have you have you e- asked them for comment?
0: I, I I just did and I've emailed them. And I have tw- I, I went back on Twitter after my Twitter hiatus to tweet at them. You, Jack oh, you puts in the work. That's them? why he's
1: on the guild
3: now.
2: You could probably email F. G. Mounds National Monument and ask them if they're a park because oh. monument is in the name. And
3: they would say, we're a monument. That exists
1: within a park.
0: And not a no. national park. <laughs> I'll show you the PDF.
1: Follow us at the Vorloff Hour. Yes. On fu- Facebook. Yeah, and follow the Iowa Brewers Guild at Iowa Brewers Guild. Follow us personally if you can find our personal accounts. Flix Brewer Jack. If you see seen Noreen out on the street, give her some love because that was an awesome festival. It was. Yes. For sure. She killed it. The, everyone killed it. Everyone's killing it right now. We're killers. And we're about to kill. We're about or, to or kill. Or be
3: killed. Everybody say a prayer for these four that they don't die in this next D&D campaign.
1: Yeah. Oh, this is we're all the D and D party. Someone asked about it, and that's us. Yeah, that's us. We're here, guys. We're leaving. We're done. This is the episode. Thank you so much for listening. Follow us. Comment, okay? Please. You can tell us in person. We love that, but we need the engagement so more people listen and see it. Thank you.
0: Goodbye. Bye. Bye. This has been a production of the Vorloff Hour, the official podcast of the Iowa Brewers Guild. Special thanks to Andrew Hoyt for the intro music and Balanced Scale Media
3: LLC for our sponsor segments and outro music. Find the Vorloff Hour wherever podcasts are found. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram.
4: I mean, you know, I will say that, you know, to add on to what you were saying about, like, just come, you know, if we ran out, well, you should have came when you passed us the first time. Uh, you know, then you have you have a lot of folks that are like, well, you know, I I would have, but the line was too long or this and that. If there's always excuses why people won't come. Right, right. Well, and then you, you get the comments at the towards the end of people saying, oh, you know, one of you guys are... The most slept on. Well, why are you sleeping?
1: I know because we've already finished, okay? Yeah. If they don't get to have our beer. They can't come for if sure. they don't come when we are already cummed. I'm trying to force an orgasm joke. Right. It's not yeah. happening. They should have pre-cum. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. <laughs> Hand stuff. That. Come on. We're gonna Nathan. You should probably cut some of this. <laughs> sure. Nathan, cut it all. But we appreciate you. Uh, I think that's... He's like our moil.